Who would like to stand up and give me a summary of the first reading? Who remembers the first reading? Give me one of the names of the characters. You read it, so no answers. Give me the first name of the character of the story from the first reading. Ah, good. Okay, Saul or David. Saul and David. But no, hey, at least you were listening. It's a lot better than last night. Anyway. David is entwined in one of the greatest battles of Nanny Nanny Boo Boo in the Bible today. If you actually understand what is happening in this story, it's amazing. David, under the cover of night, goes with his best officers into the opposite camp. Now, Saul has been on campaign to murder David, okay? So this is not a friendly encampment. They are literally trying to kill this man. And he sneaks in, goes to where Saul is sleeping, and takes his water jug and his spear, protection and life. And he takes them. And then he goes to an opposite hill and he says, hey, you guys, look what I have. Yeah, I just stole them from under your nose. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo, you know the rest. That's literally what happens in the first reading. Saul seeks David's life. David has him in his hand and can crush him without Saul ever knowing. And yet David shows mercy. Now, at this point in the homily, if you stop lying to yourself, you might get something out of it. And the lie that you're telling to yourself right now is that you have no one in your life that you need to forgive. This is a lie. Absolutely a lie. Because whoever we are, there are injustices, there are slights, there are misunderstandings, there are grave offenses that happen to people multiple times every day. So whether someone has wronged you many years ago over something major, or maybe someone cut you off in traffic last week, I don't know, you have someone that you need to forgive and offer forgiveness to. Now, if we do not practice forgiving others, then we shall not be forgiven by God. That is what we tell him every time we pray thee, our Father. Forgive us as we forgive others. That caveat, as, is very important because you will not receive forgiveness if you do not practice forgiveness. It's in the gospel. It's in the scriptures. I'm not being a hardliner. Those are the words of Jesus, right? Remember, you can make a whip and beat people out of the temple. What would Jesus do? Anyway, <laughs> Not all of my biblical humor is great. Anyway, <laughs> you have to forgive people, often when they make bad homily jokes. But if you do not forgive, you are holding on to suffering. The other person that you are not forgiving is not suffering in any way because of your unforgiveness. And the Lord does not want you to be unforgiving. The Lord does not want you to suffer. For when you are unforgiving, you are the one suffering. It's simple. So we offer forgiveness, A, so that we may be relieved of this suffering, and we also offer forgiveness so that the Lord may forgive us. Because this is only in giving that we receive. Did we not hear that in the gospel? So when we give forgiveness, we receive forgiveness. Now, don't get me wrong, we still need to go to confession and we need to go quite frequently. And that does repair your relationship with all of humanity, which is fractured when you sin. 
But we still need to actively practice forgiveness. Otherwise, the Lord is just blowing hot air in the gospel, is he not? Do you think that Jesus just says things to say them? I don't. I think they are poignant. I think they are directed. I think it is the living word of God that is here to touch each and every one of your lives. So, as such, we must be doers of the word and not just hearers. For if we are just hearers of the word, we are told in scripture, we are deluding ourselves. So, close your eyes. Every single one of you, close your eyes right now. Because we often talk about praying for forgiveness or praying for those who persecute us, but how often do we do it? So for the rest of homily, we are going to offer forgiveness through prayer. Now, you don't have to say a thing, and honestly, I'd actually prefer it if you stay quite silent. But in your head, as I go through different categories, if this is you, I want you to repeat after me in your head only. So first of all, in order to offer forgiveness, we need to know who it is that we need to forgive. Some of you already know. Some of you are sitting next to the person. Some of you may need to figure it out. So we're going to take about 15 seconds. We're going to pray that the Holy Spirit enlightens you and brings to your mind that person or persons which need forgiveness. So I'd ask that you simply repeat in your head after me. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and inspire me. Show me, it is, show me who it is, Lord, that I need to forgive. If you have that person or persons in your mind right now, I want you to narrow it down just to one. There may be many people in your life that need forgiveness, but I want you to pick just one. I want you to hold their face in your, your brain. It may be painful to think about this person, and that's okay. It is sometimes through pain that we receive healing. Now, as you think of this person in your head, I also want you to repeat after me in your head. Dear Jesus, help me to forgive this person. Help me want to offer forgiveness to them. Let me offer them forgiveness, Lord as you offer me forgiveness. And let whatever resentment, pain, or emotional distress melt away. Bring your spirit, Lord, and help me to forgive this person. Some of you have to forgive a family member. So if that's you, I want you to repeat it in your head after me. Dear Jesus, 
this person in my family has hurt me so much. You placed them in my family. So I know that they are there for a reason. It may be that the reason is only so I can pray for them. Help me to forgive this family member, Lord. Some of you have not thought of anyone. And that's because the person you need to forgive is yourself. Repeat in your head. Dear Jesus, help me to love myself as you love me. Help me to forgive myself for whatever happened. If I need to go to confession, Lord, inspire me. But if I am holding on to useless guilt and shame, let it depart and never return. Jesus, in your name, I forgive myself. From some of you, you've already figured out what person you need to forgive and forgiven them. For others, it's going to be a little harder or there are more people that you need to forgive. That's okay. But I want you to, in your mind's eye, think of one person that you have either already offered forgiveness to today or still need to. And I want you to offer the rest of this Mass for that person. Heavenly Father, as your priest ordained in Jesus Christ with the sacramental powers endowed through apostolic succession from you, O Christ, I claim victory over your people here present. I claim victory and forgiveness in their lives and in their hearts. And I ask that whatever malicious or evil spirits may have vexed these souls would depart and never return. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.